Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sing with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony Show. Super stoked. We have a new band called The Rallies coming up on the show, and I think you're going to really dig their music. How would you describe them, guys? Like, hmm. I, they have like a surfer vibe, surf, but then they yeah, remind me of the early Beatles. Sure. And, you know, I, I don't it's know. great. Like, I would call them generationally universal. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You know, Very fun. Yeah. Upbeat. Yep. Good vibe. Summertime. Driving. Yeah. Top down. I think everything. It takes your me hair. back though. It takes me back when I hear them like, you know. Bopping along in a classic It just reminds me vehicle. of some of the early, early, early stuff. Be- yeah, the early Beatles. You know what I mean? When love, just that love, fun, you, you know. All that kind of stuff. It just. Has a fun like. like a, also like older school. But anyways, they're going to be yep. on the line and we are featuring some of their music today. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be talking about their new album, It Must Be Love, and we'll have several cuts from that. Mad Cat. Yeah. I so guess. Mad Cat has been sending all this stuff with AI. Have you guys seen this? This this is really starting to get frightening, dude. I told I'm just you. Saying, I, uh, I'm thankfully out of that loop. I told you. I mean, it's, that was predictable, though. Well, right. No, but it, no, but no. I, I feel it was. It's it, there's so much more to come because if you know because you have a monthly subscription, yeah. But <laughs> humans can do horrible things, and this is and they will, and this is a platform <laughs> for horrible things to manifest. Uh, if anybody out there in the listening world has ever, uh, well, that last thing you researched said, Project yeah. Bluebeam, you oh, know, yeah. there's a lot of ways for people in power to mess with everybody now, and with AI and deep fake. You know, suddenly Mad Cat goes conspiracy theorist. Yeah, every conspiracy is a conspiracy only until the shit hits the fan. (laughs) But yeah, no, that thing about they're saying that they're going to be able to transfer your consciousness. Oh, that's the next wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. You people need to be. Re- it is human nature for humans to play God, right? And mm-hmm. I mean that's that's since the beginning. But they cloning. found some. Yeah. No, we have already done the we cloning. Did, yes. Yeah, you know, but they found no successful human trials, evidently. But you know, mm-hmm. that we know of. Rosie the sheep had a really yes. good run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah. That, that we, we know, know of. of. And and what would that look like? That was one thing. I, that was one thing I was pretty peeved with. Uh, Slick Willie, uh, Mr. Clinton, about back when the whole cloning thing came about, was that they refused to government sanction it. And when you do that, it immediately pushes it into the dark private sector where yeah. it's unregulated and you have absolutely zero idea right. what's going on. There's, Slick there's, there's, you know, there's no accountability whatsoever. Cat. Yeah. Hit the button. I'm gonna. As soon as I can find the button, I don't know where the hell the button is. I lost my button a long time ago. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather swing on a star? Carry moonbeams home in a jar. 
and be better off than you are. Or would you rather get on with the show? Well, here it is, Mike. Here we go. Finally. <laughs> yeah, it's a true uh, story. Finally, <laughs> finally, finally. <laughs> and welcome back, Mike Roy, from yet Yay. another alien abduction. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah. I've been very got busy. Things to do. That's People right. See, you know what I mean? Plans to visit. <laughs> yes. I think old Jeb down there in the farmlands is starting to get jealous. All the alien abductions are happening to Mike. <laughs> they don't talk to me no more. Them aliens haven't been probed in years. <laughs> oh, is that what you assume goes on? I see. <laughs> when you, you're, you know your sex life is bad when you're praying for an alien probing. And there you oh go. My. Oh, boy. So this will lead us right into our... Right into the would you rather. Our, our, our awesome would you rathers. Um, let's get on with the first one. Uh, would, you, would you rather have one wish granted today... Or three wishes granted 10 years from now. Ooh. Wow, that's interesting. Well, you, I want my one wish uh, Yeah, now. I'll take my one wish now because I probably won't if, be who, here in 10 years. Who knows if we'll be around? You know? I could yeah. be a paraplegic in 10 years. <laughs> I'm not going to worry well, about 10 years from now. Away. That's right. Yeah. Nah, you know what? Nah. I think we all agree on that, right? I would take, I would take the wish. I'd have to flip a coin, I think. It depends on where I was yeah. at. You know what I mean? I guess. Like, if it were right now, today, would I take that one wish now, or would I wait 10 years? Well, being the age that I am, I would take the wish now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Maybe if I was younger, I might want to wait that 10 years. Ladies and gentlemen, that means there's Hmm. less road in front of us than there is behind (laughs) us. Sadly. (laughs) Would you rather be magical, but live on Earth, or live in a magical land, but be normal? I don't know what you just well, said. Well, I'd be the odd, you know, why would I want to be a normal person in a magical land? I'd be the oddball out. I'd have no means of defense. You know what I mean? Against other magical things. <laughs> right away, it's good to the defense. Wow. <laughs> Neither did Batman. Everything in nature is based on an even playing field. I, I, I agree with you. I would rather yeah. be magical. So yeah. I'd, I'd have to say I'll First, live on Earth where with, it wouldn't be an even playing yes. field. It would all be in my favor and piss off everybody. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the smartest thing. I'm move. magical. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get on with number three. Number three, would you rather a weird-looking smile or a weird-sounding laugh? Weird-sounding laugh. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what? I don't know, man. Um, my boss at the bar, God lover, she has a very distinct and recognizable laugh, and she is known for it. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you would think it's not real until you hear it. Yeah, and you know it's real. That's classic. And she's, she, she's a great and beautiful person. So, Wanda, if you do listen to the show, I'm not crapping on you. I'm just saying, <laughs> in context of the, the, yeah. the statement, um, she is known by her laugh. And it's, and it's great because it's like, you know, well, who owns the bar now? And you say, well, uh, you know, Wanda so-and-so, she's a local girl. And they get the puzzled look on her face like they're trying to figure out her. And then she has a very distinct laugh. Ha, ha, ha. And then everybody's, oh, yes, we know her. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 
I would take the laugh too. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. That would take the smile. laugh. I wouldn't either. I have both, but I mean, I kind of had a weird smile for the past five years without my missing uh, front teeth. But I don't know. I, I I would take the weird sounding laugh because, it's like, like you know, your friend. It could be, it could be like something that people remember no, no, you no. by. So I, I, I see. I don't. I don't like how the oppor- the the universe having an opportunity to mess with me in that moment and suddenly give me the Woody Woodpecker laugh for the rest of existence. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, for those of you out there in La La Land that don't know the Woody Woodpecker laugh, just go ahead and Google it. You'll hear and you'll know. <laughs> oh my God. If you opened your mouth and that came out, I'd right. say <laughs> Anyways, we're going to start things tonight with a song from our very own Mike Roy here, Roy and the Secret People. And the name of the song is Burnout. So take a listen and we'll be right back with the rest of the show.
Hey, folks, you are listening to The Balcony Show. And right now we have the first song from tonight's interview with the rallies. The song is called All I Ever Knew. So give it a listen. And when you come back, we are going to be on the line with the rallies. to the balcony show and we are very excited because we have two of the members from the rallies hi ben and lee welcome to the balcony show hi Ian, everybody hi there. hello hello so let me just say that um you have some of your music has been included in you know um power you've been on power pop news kdhx top 10 with your sophomore album upside down is uh a work that implores the listener to understand the depth and breadth of the possibility of the big blue sky just beyond your reach. And I think the biggest thing that I I found with your music is that it's just really cool vibes. 
they reminded me of a little bit of some of the early Beatles, which is what caught my ear initially. But uh, what was the inspiration for your music? How did this kind of groove, pop groove, you know, come about? Well, this is this is Ben. I'll try to say a couple of words, and Lee, you should you should jump in any time. I guess the way I think about it is we all come from a from a place of loving harmony and loving pop music. Um, even if we also love other, you know, all sorts of different genres and styles. Um, and and so I think what what usually happens is um, our lead singer Steve is also kind of the main songwriting inspiration, and he he has a million melodies and little little bits inside his head, and he will pull one of those out, and he'll have like part of a verse and a chorus. Uh, in his head, and then we'll take it as a as a foursome and work it out until we have, you know, a real arrangement and and layer on a bunch of harmonies until it until we can get it to that lush sound that we're trying for. Yeah, I mean, um, Steve has always been the idea maker for sure. He, um, I've been in been in this band for darn near ten years with him, and uh, you know, it surprises me still how much how much material, how many ideas he still has, and. And uh, working with Steve has always been been a pleasure because his ideas are, you know, they're always interesting in in in, in ways where you're like, well, you could say, you know, power pop type of type of genre. There's so many things that have already been done, but Steve always comes at it from a different angle. Yeah, but this and, is fresh. I gotta say, I, yeah, I, you know, this is this is different than a lot of the electronica pop that's out there, which I don't. You know, if it's your thing, that's really great. But I like to hear instruments. And and that's why I said in, in my head, there's a reference, probably my age, back to some of the early Beatles when they were really just bringing the pop music and the girls were going crazy and stuff like that. It's it's yeah. feel good, but there's this rock. You, you, you intertwine this kind of rock vibe to it, too. So to me, it's not just a straight power pop thing. You know what I mean? There is a rock edge to it. And, and that's what caught my ear, in all honesty, guys. Yeah. No, we, I, I mean, we love the thank you for that. We, I think if I think about some of the some of the influences that we that we sometimes talk about, um, you know, certainly older bands like you're talking early Beatles or like in the 70s. Bands like the Raspberries, who yeah. had yeah. a real rock edge, but also really lush, you know, um, harmonies and stuff like that. And then, and then maybe more recently, um, you know, uh, I know, I know, Steve and I both think Fountains of Wayne is a great touch point, right? Just that that crafting of song and and melody. So um, glad to hear it. it's it's uh, it's hitting you. Fantastic. Hey, Ben and Lee, this is uh, Mike Roy. I had a question for you guys. Um, how often do you find yourselves playing out uh, live shows? So we're trying to we're trying to do it more and more. Um, and we're Seattle based, so there's there's quite a few different places to play, and and, and we're growing our network of uh, of other musicians that we like to play with. Um, oh, awesome. So so we're usually we're usually getting out um, once a month or so and and working towards getting out of town to um, finding finding new places to play. So it's really just a joy to like see how much activity there is in the Seattle music scene and, and how much variety it, there is. So um, it's really cool to be out there. Oh, that's awesome. And so if I go to a rally show, 
What am I in for for the night? Well, you'll be into it. You'll be in uh, in for some a little bit of crowd participation. Awesome. But you know, in general, it's all you know. It's a we feel like we try to bring a good vibe where you know you're not going to be around you know kind of a tough crowd, but more of a of a crowd of a crowd of people that you're going to see where other people are like, I don't know who you are, but you you seem cool and strike up an, a, a conversation with you, and that's a vibe that we've always wanted and strive for is kind of bringing people together so i think you'll you'll run into some run into some uh some people some some uh some of the people that are going to come see our show who are going to be fun to be around that (laughs) makes sense because yeah i feel it's very feel-good music what you guys put out there just feels good when you hear it you just uh it takes you to a place and you just you know what I mean? Forget your troubles. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? and, and it just feels good. And that well, makes people talk good. and mingle and, you know, let their guard down. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't, it does, you know, it is, I, I think it's feel good too. It doesn't mean we don't, we can't take things seriously. Right. Like um, there's a song on a new album called give, called give me the truth, which is sort of all about how uh, it's a, it's getting to be a crazy world and how can you find out what's really true to you and, and, you know, cut through some of the noise or the BS. So, so there's definitely some, some issues in there from time to time, but we, but we absolutely want people to have an emotional reaction to it and, and, you know, take it to their hearts. So the rallies, how did you get the name? Well, Steve told me a long time ago that, uh, uh, Steve is a, is a quite the tennis fan actually. Well, obvious <laughs> tennis fan. I don't know. I about how never- super- yeah, I know. He's that's really what it is. I mean, he he used to be more into it. Now for him it's sort of sort of a hobby, but he it's really a tennis reference even though people have taken it to mean otherwise. Cool. Who knew? So, yeah. it must be love the album. The next song that our our listeners are going to hear is Must Be Love. Talk about the album a little bit and this song. Well, I think this song was really the the nugget that led to the whole album. I mean, the, the, this was one of the first ones we worked on, um, you know, sort of writing and arranging. Um, and it, and it definitely set a tone, I think, um, you know, you're going to hear, uh, uh, you're going to hear a lot of guitars going on and some, and some happy hand claps and, and stuff like that. And again, you know, you think about <laughs> Wait some a of those happy hand claps. Yeah, absolutely. I, you, you know, I, come did on. Mention, I did mention crowd participation. That's right. <laughs> Just like some of those old Beatles songs, man. You know, they were doing that too. So I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So I think it's just. I, I think it's just. I think it's just intended to bring a little ray of sunshine. Uh, hopefully, to whoever hears it. That sounds fun. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break real quick and let our listeners hear. Must be loved by the rallies, and we'll be right back with the rest of the interview.
All right, folks, you were listening to The Balcony Show, and we were on the line. We got the guys from the rallies. Uh, so, guys, tell me, uh, or tell our listeners, as a matter of fact, where they can find and download uh, your music. Well, you can find it um, anywhere you stream. Um, and um, sort of our, our home is uh, Bandcamp, so you can look up uh, Bandcamp at the rallies. And um, we try to be pretty active on uh on Instagram and Facebook as well. So you can find us there. Um, but certainly your, all your streaming services uh, are available. And and what can we expect from you in the future? We would love to get out more and more. I think in, in the future, you know, we, we want to keep um, bringing the music out live to people who will listen. And, and we think people like it when they hear it. Uh, and, and um, you know, after we recorded our last album, we said we should, we should, you know, sell enough of these and make enough money to make the next album. And I think that's definitely an ambition too, is to, is to keep it going and to, and to create more new songs. And I got to go. ask for Donna, is this going to be a vinyl? Are you going to yeah. offer this on vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's out on vinyl now. So you can get Fantastic. that at Bandcamp too, but uh, yeah, that, that's the full experience. Absolutely. She's our vinyl hooker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best way to listen to music, in my opinion. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't just let me know your let me know your address. I'll oh, send you one. You got it. <laughs> All right. So the final song that we're going to hear tonight is "Out of the Blue," and I this is one of my favorites off of the album. Um, I just really, really love where you take take this musically and the guitars and the just. It's this is crazy good. Um, can you give us a little setup for this song, please? Well, I'll I'll do a little bit, and then Lee, I want you to I want you to jump into because the because the rhythm on this song is a little bit unusual too. I think. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Steve, our songwriter, um, he sometimes the snippets he brings in are in keys or in rhythms that like your average guitar player kind of shakes his head because they don't understand <laughs> the way the way Steve's brain works. So Steve Steve brought in this Steve brought in this little this little snippet that we worked on and it turned into the, out of the blue and it's got just an unusual um, rhythm and cadence to it and then Carl our lead guitarist um, ended up using uh, an ebo so way deep in the mix mm-hmm. on his guitar you can hear some unusual tones going on from that too love the ebo yeah over the over the um, over the choruses this thing's actually in an odd time it's uh not four four like you'd normally dance to. It's seven eight, but we always yeah. felt like it. It, uh, it kind of made it created a nice bounce that mm. I think really kind of carries you through the song. All right, now I want to know who's a chick magnet in the group. <laughs> oh boy! Whoa! Because <laughs> there's always one. Come coming. on, there's always one. <laughs> I mean, Lee, we got to we got to be honest. We got to say it's Carl the guitarist. It's right? Carl. It's absolutely, absolutely. Carl. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's unanimous. <laughs> credit where credit is due, right? You know, there absolutely. You I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the show. Everybody, you're going to want to follow this group. This is they're they're just blowing up. <laughs> what can I say? I think your music is just going to take over. People are are looking for after coming out of COVID. And everything that's going on, think people are looking like for positive, yeah. feel good, and and this serves it in in all respects in the in the musicality of it, in the lyrics, everything about this album just 
is positive and uplifting and it's just such a, a, a great thing to put on your car and, you know, take a drive and yeah. So I, I can see nothing but great things happening for you guys in the future, but we're going to continue to follow you. And uh, again, I want to thank you for being on the show. So download their music, you know what the, the platform's on, you know, you want to get it. And if you want final, they got it for you. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We love what you're doing with to support indie artists and and we hope to see you guys again soon. So far away from all I knew I could relate No matter who was away to make sense of everything Another place I could go to Cats Mad Tracks. We have the song Pieces by the Flying Hasselhoffs. Gotta love that name. So give it a listen. Here we go.
This is Michael Bate from the Michael Bate Band, and you are listening to The Balcony Show. And now it's time for Indie Radar with Bo Summer. X, formerly known as Twitter, has recently announced that they are looking to become a paid-only platform. And the reason is they want to make a huge effort to obviously tackle rampant bots. And that's always been an issue um, for a lot of social media platforms, obviously. But just wanted to revisit the topic of emails. If you don't want social media platforms to be your only connection to your fans, going old school and building an email list and reaching your fans directly may be the way to go. You don't want to be caught by surprise or not have enough time to rebuild or even download the information of who your fans really are, especially if you're not going to be the paying customer on X in the future. So Keep that in the back of your mind, do some research, and stay ahead of the game. Are you an artist trying to get yourself out there but are still struggling to do so? 
KJG Media and Promotions can help. We provide distribution to radio, social media management, and so much more. Be sure to contact Caden Gordon today by emailing KJG Media and Promotions at gmail.com or giving us a call at 978 556 3339. Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned, if you dare. And hello everybody, this is Mike Roy here back at the Mike's Music Box here on the balcony. Tonight we're going to talk about the five most haunted music halls. And first off, we're going to start off with the Bristol Opera House in Indiana, USA. Built in 19... 19, 1895, the Bristol Opera House was a central hub for Indiana's arts and entertainment. By the 60s, the building began to crumble and was slated for demolition. Just before the demolition was to take place, the Elkhart Civic Theater stepped in, saving the building and its haunted history. Local legend suggests the Opera House is haunted by three spirits, Beth, a child that audiences have witnessed peeking through the curtains during performances, Helen, who's never been seen, but her presence is regularly felt, and the most present spirit is that of Percival, the theater's old handyman. It's been reported that his ghost haunts actors by spying on them in dressing rooms and tugging at them (laughs) before they go on stage. I don't know if I, you know, (laughs) that might be kind of weird. Depends on where they're tugging. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) My mind kind of went there. Next up, we have the Royal Opera House Covent Garden in London, England. Located in London's historic Covent Gardens, the Royal Opera House is one of the many haunted sites around the area. The city has so many haunts. You can find regular walking tours of the spooky streets, different houses, and pubs haunted by many, many spirits. The Opera House was destroyed by the fire twice. Since renovations began in 1999, reports of objects being thrown at workers in broad daylight are almost a daily occurrence. It's believed they pulled. It's believed. Sorry, Daryl. It's believed. (laughs) Sorry, Daryl. It's believed that the one poltergeist who resides there is blamed for all the many disturbances. The Cincinnati Music Hall, Cincinnati, Ohio, USA. With the Victorian Gothic design, the Cincinnati Music Hall is as creepy as it gets. However, nothing inside the building is responsible for its haunted history. Long before it became a venue of arts and entertainment, the land was occupied by Ohio's first insane asylum and also a hospital for those afflicted by communicable diseases. Hundreds were buried in mass graves and never moved once the construction of the music hall began. Many have reported angry whispers and feelings of being watched. Full apparitions and shadowy figures are just as common as venue patrons. The Palais Garnier, Paris, France. Did you know the Phantom of the Opera is inspired by local legends and some true events? For one, there is really an underground lake below the Palais Garnier. During construction, there was no way to keep the water from rushing out and the solution was to build a series of creepy cisterns below the building. The famous scene where the phantom cuts the chandelier isn't far from the truth either. During the performance in 1896, a counterweight broke loose 
causing a chandelier to come crashing down, killing one person and injuring several others. The Springer Opera House, Columbus, Georgia. It is said that the Springer Opera House is the most haunted concert hall in America. Located in Columbus, Georgia, prominent personalities that have graced its stage through the years include Oscar Wilde, John Philip Sousa, Ethel Barrymore, Will Rogers, and many more. However, the one who stuck around is thought to be Edward Edwin Booth, Shakespearean actor and older brother to John Wilkes Booth. He's often described as a shadowy figure of a tall man that wanders the halls wearing a top hat. Employees and guests frequently report hearing strange sounds, doors swinging, cabinets opening, laughter, and an apparition sitting in theater seats. So the next time you find yourself in an old theater, look around, take notice, because you may see something that is more than just a ticket holder watching the show. Thank you for listening to this chapter of Mike's Music Box here on The Balcony Show. Tune in next week to hear more stories of the strange, macabre, and paranormal. Sleep tight. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show, where we showcase new singles from returning guests. And your host is Donna freaking Galucci. Woohoo! Here we are again, Anne. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm missing Bo. Yeah, we need Bo back here. <laughs> Come on, Bo. <laughs> She's missing in action tonight, but she will be back. So we look forward to that. Um, so we're trying something a little different today on Spotlight. That's right. Um, I'm going to be talking about, in addition to talking about um, past guests and what's new with them and their new releases, we're also going to be talking about some news in the music world, you know, exactly. about names that everyone knows and everyone's familiar with. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about Ringo. What's going on with Ringo? Ringo Starr. Okay. He has his fourth EP coming out. That's crazy. Uh, yep. It's called Rewind Forward. Another cool play on words. You know, Ringo is the one that came up with the Hard Day's Night. That oh, okay. Phrase, that's, yeah, that title. So uh, he's keeping up with that kind of, uh, you know, the way he plays on words with Rewind Forward. It will be released on October 13th. And the title track was released on 825 on Friday. And... Um, it's got four songs on it, and actually Paul McCartney wrote one of those songs, Feeling Sunlight, which is really cool. So we have the former Beatles working together again. And um, the other songs uh, also feature really big names in the music world helping Ringo out. We have Toto's Steve Lukather and Joe Williams and the Heartbreakers Ben Montench and Mike Campbell. How can this be bad? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like just it, unreal. Like if you're going to put an EP together, how can this yep. possibly be bad? Yep, absolutely. And of course, Joe Walsh is helping him out, who oh is gosh. his brother-in-law. I don't know if everyone, oh, anyone out that. there knows that. Yep, that is Ringo's brother-in-law. So that's pretty cool. And uh, just a little tidbit to look out for. Also, his all-star band is kicking off a full tour. Uh, in September, and it's starting out in Nevada on September 15th. So go to RingoStar.com, get all those dates, and you can also pre-order his new EP there. And in another Beatle news, which is really cool, because I actually saw Paul McCartney for the third time last year on his Get Back tour uh, in New Jersey. It was phenomenal. You have to go see a Beatle in your lifetime if you haven't done so yet and he is just phenomenal and he is going back on the road with his got back tour and he's starting in australia in october 
So that's really cool. And one more little thing, because everyone loves Dolly Parton. Am I wrong? Am I right? Oh, man. She's <laughs> just a great person. Everyone loves Dolly. And she's teamed up with some of rock's most influential artists and some of today's biggest stars for her first ever rock album called Rock Star, appropriately. And she has 30 songs in this collection, nine originals, 21 um, rock anthems, one of which is Let It Be. I heard it. Yep. It's phenomenal. It's out now, guys. She did a crazy good job on it. And Paul is actually on that track playing the piano. Ringo's playing drums. Peter Frampton's on guitar. And Mick Fleetwood is on percussion. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, you guys have to check that single out. It's, uh, you know, you can go, go stream it, go purchase it, and... I'm sure you are going to love it. Paul loved it. And he wrote about it on his uh, Facebook page, thanking Dolly for doing his song, which is really cool. So that's what I have in Beatle, former Beatle news. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. Now we're going to take a little turn here and talk about a new single by one of the Balcony's friends who's been here on the show, Will Buck. He has a new uh, release called Take Me Down. Love it. Yep, me too. Really cool song. And you know, what I really like about Will is um, he's a very truthful and sincere sincere songwriter, I feel. He just speaks the truth. He's very honest in his lyrics. Did you get that yeah, impression absolutely. with his music? Absolutely. Yep. And just a little, uh, a little quote from Will talking about what this song is about before we uh, let you guys listen to it. He said, the main theme of Take Me Down is the unshakable bond between two people when they decide to really show themselves. I don't think there is any replacement for this kind of connection as I felt its absence in times of trying to hide. So pretty cool. It's a good song. So let's like hear it. it. Let's hear it. Here we go, everybody. Take a listen to Will Buck with Take Me Down. Take me down. Take this to the grave. It won't break me down. Mm-hmm. Shake me out. Shake me to my core, it won't change me now Mm -hmm. I've been trying to be a better man, baby I've been working on myself, I've been working daily All the bad days we maintain the truth But it's the things that we don't say that we're really going through wanna be adored if you need to be held if you're going through something well take me down going 
Welcome back to The Balcony Show. I'd like to remind you that The Balcony Show is proudly produced right here at Keiko Studios in Penarjo, Pennsylvania. So hit them up for any of your musical production needs. Incoming mail. You got mail. <laughs> it just never stops now. Is that your phone? Uh, yeah, it's it's all... That's in people trying to get on the show. What can I say? Mm. I got a lot of people trying to get on the show. A lot. A lot. Lots. <laughs> but if you think that you might be a great fit for our show, right now we are running a, or partnered with Reverb Nation. So go to Reverb Nation. We have a campaign going on there and you can submit your music and I will listen to it. I guarantee you I will listen to your music if you send it in through Reverb Nation. That is my promise to them. And I do go through the music and we do have some reverb selections coming up on the show so there you go we're gonna leave things tonight anybody else got anything i got nothing i don't care (laughs) (laughs) well excuse me i'm getting feisty in my old age see anyways senile is more like it (laughs) i can't wait until next week's shows oh boy <laughs> Anyways, we're going to end things tonight with the song from Bohemian Mule. One of my of favorite local bands, and they love oh, this, this song so much. This song is so cool. Just the cool. We're ending on the on a cool vibe. Yeah. The name of the song is She. So shout out to Bohemian Mule. Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week. Good night. Good night. Peace. Yes.
So 